show me a prideful person and I'll show you somebody who's never met God. Meeting God will change you and deflate your pride. That's why I cringe whenever I hear people say stuff like this. When I see God, I have a few things I'm going to tell him. Really? Listen, when you see God, you're going to do what John did in Revelation 1.17. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. You're not going to be mouthing off to the Holy One. In fact, in Isaiah 6, when Isaiah saw a vision of God on his throne, he said, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah was essentially saying, I am ruined. The Good News Translation puts it this way. There is no hope for me. I'm doomed. In seeing God, Isaiah realized and, and really saw himself. And God's holiness magnified his own unholiness. And this is a theme throughout Scripture for people who encounter a holy God. Job said, I've heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I have abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Peter said, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Here's the principle. Unholiness cannot coexist with holiness. God must either destroy that which is unholy or somehow remove the sin. And the message of the gospel is that a holy God made a way for an unholy people to become holy. His solution wasn't to destroy the unholy, though he will, and he'll do that one day. No, his solution for us is to declare the unholy as holy. Now, how did he do this? 1 Peter 3.18 neatly sums it up. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God. Jesus died so that he can declare the unrighteousness one righteous. So as soon as Isaiah said, woe is me, and confessed his sin, I'm a man of unclean lips. That area was touched and a proclamation was given. You're forgiven. You're cleansed. You're purified. And what keeps us going back to God's throne of grace is his holiness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9. His holiness is an attribute he wants to share with us. He wants us to be like him. Be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 45 tells us. The bottom line is this, guys. A relationship with God is always transformative. As somebody put it, God loves you the way you are, but he loves you way too much to leave you that way. So you are transformed by an encounter with him. And it's a constant transformation as you pursue peace with all people and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Hebrews 12, 14. You find yourself hating what God hates, sin, and loving what God loves, righteousness. For this is the will of God, your sanctification. It doesn't mean we're ever perfect. Nobody's perfect. But it does mean we are purposeful in our pursuit of God and in becoming what God wants us to become. Holiness is the everyday business of the Christian. 
It evidences itself in the decisions we make and the things we do hour by hour and day by day. When you make the right choices, you find yourself growing in holiness. So, come into contact with the holy nature of God and you'll never be the same because holiness changes you. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast today. Uh, this is Toby Youngblood at Faith Church and want to invite you to join us on Sundays at 9 o'clock for our traditional service or at 1030 for our contemporary service. If you can't join us in person, we'd love to have you join us each Sunday at 1030 for Faith Church Online, our live stream broadcast every Sunday at 1030. I hope you have a great day and a great week. And thank you for listening. God bless you and stay strong, faith strong.